0: What the fuck is we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gang, back in the stool. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. Gang, back in the stool. Yeah, nigga, win, 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 win. How can I lose? Hi, uh, how can I lose? Hi, how can I lose? Yeah. I ain't with the gang, 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 gang. Feel they gon' shoot. Uh, Me and Trav in the coast. Shoot. Paparazzi, we see your roof. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, see your bitch getting loose. Uh, I'm in LA with the views. Uh, I'm in LA with your boots. Yeah. We on a quest with the tribe. It's
1: way too late, aside. Jack the come alive. I literally then spent I the $200 to get that. What was it you Zoom. Know what fly. What is this thing called? Zoom H4N Pro. But well, I think we can still find a use I mean, when we go and do podcasts, like another time, I think, uh, I mean, it's something that we could still be able to use. We can plug like mics into it, but the only only issue with the mic that I have right now is like a USB cable. And this one yeah. takes a. This one takes, like, two XLR things, and, I mean, there's a lot to learn about it. I don't know how to use this piece of text, so I guess uh, guess I'll have to figure it out. But I guess we'll also start out, um, I guess, giving a shout-out to all the people that subscribed here to the YouTube channel that we have. Um, What I've got lined up here is I'm just opening it up. Um, Alexis Evans... Describes it. We had one guy comment on one of the videos, Tyler Morin commented um, keep up the grind, dude. Good stuff. We had a Cassidy Chase. You said you know her, don't you? Yep. We had a Jimmy Braz. Uh I think that's um he's down here in Massachusetts. I know him, cool guy. Jason Barthold, he's a guy I used to train with back when I played baseball. My boy Caleb. Another guy I used to play baseball with, Andrew Rivera, subscribed to the channel. That's cool. And Russ, Russ Riendo, subscribed to the channel. Our boy, yours truly. And Beth Santo, Ethan Borgoyne, guy named Matt Hems, subscribed to the channel. Um, and then there are a couple other people. I don't know if everyone that subscribes to the channel shows up as a notification. So uh, I guess you have to have like some sort of YouTube account in order to show up like as a subscriber, like in the notifications, because there's no way that those are 28, that's 28 people, you know, all the people that subscribe to the channel. So I guess unless you have some sort of like valid YouTube account with maybe a picture or something, it doesn't show up. But, oh, also Dennis Sanborn, Can't can't forget him e e n n i s s a n b o r n thirty five is the i g handle and um yeah want give a give a shout out to anyone else
2: uh no that pretty much covers it for now
1: yeah sweet so i guess we'll kind of dive right into here um today i mean what would you have I feel like things to discuss
2: uh well the first thing that we uh kind of talked about,
1: you
2: know, is uh the current state of weightlifting in Maine,
1: I guess. Um yeah, our Absolutely. On it. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. So I mean current state of weightlifting in Maine. So I mean I think before I mean literally before us, I mean, weightlifting wasn't really a thing. It was just rust. And I think it really all started with that meet at Undaunted between all of us. And Um, I mean, there, yeah. How many years ago was that?
2: This year will make its fourth year since that.
1: Has it really been that long?
2: Jesus. It it has. It's been a, it's been a journey since then, but, um, before that it was just, you know, whatever weightlifting was done in CrossFit. Really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Um, There's still,
2: there's been no sanctioned meets in Maine. Um, Currently, right now, I'm pretty sure there's not even no. There, there, were, a, there were there were san-
1: there used to be sanctioned meets. Russ used to do um, what was it back when Risto Sports was a thing? Russ used to well, do yeah, meets but, but over and per- currently there's
2: nothing going. on. Oh yeah, on currently so nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, there's absolutely Risto's nothing. Are,
1: yeah, I don't even going
2: on.
1: Yeah, I don't even is, is Risto even still a thing? I don't even know if it is.
2: Uh, so I know, last I know, uh, he moved down to Florida. Yeah. Um
1: no, but I don't even think they're a company. I still got their straps. I was talking to a buddy of mine um the other day at when I was training over at Mass Barbell and he said that they don't even make their stuff anymore. Or they don't even make uh like I had their leather wrist straps which are yeah. really dope, but they're gone. And and well like they don't they don't have a website or anything anymore, so
2: huh.
1: yeah. I guess, apparently. That's just what he told me. So it's like I got a little piece of weightlifting history in my bag. <laughs>
2: yeah, even on even on Instagram there's nothing for Risto anymore. Oh really? Yeah.
1: It's kinda of sad. It
2: well weightlifting's
1: was... such weightlifting's such a niche sport, I guess. I mean people come and go, you know. Yeah. yeah I feel like oh, you
2: know,
1: for sure. But um
2: Crazy how any... that kind of that was a big that was a big gateway to our start in this yeah with, um, no, it was through Ivan and Russ really
1: it was it was and then we just kind of kept picking up and we just kept sticking with it over the years I mean there were times where I mean I know I haven't, I haven't been training full-time but I've always come back and like stuck with it and I mean now at this point uh I mean going into t- 2020 I've been training consistently since March of 2019 so I mean it'll be the longest that I mean I've consistently trained for I'm just trying not to get hurt again because that's what happened to me is I got hurt. that's, that's um a...
2: full time full time training for me, um you know, I had a year off so but prior to that was about a year and then um mm-hmm. I got back into training right at the start of twenty nineteen. Uh, mm-hmm. but but full full time weightlifting I'd say September of this year or yeah,
1: it comes back fast um, too. It's like once you already have that strength, I mean, it comes back fast.
2: It does entirely. Because um, I mean, yeah. even just when, when I started at the start of 2019, it was maybe three months, and I was back up to my my old PRs on lifts. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So.
2: Um. Yeah, back yeah. to back to weightlifting in Maine. There's just. There's a growing popularity right now um, Mm -hmm. with like the spread on social media. Things are growing a little bit again, but yeah, where there's no current barbell clubs. um, Yeah, no, they're unless 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 CrossFit Daunted. but like
1: yeah, yeah, no, but for actual
2: sanctioned clubs, there isn't one. But unless unless Undaunted still has theirs, that's the Mm -hmm. only one that I know of, at least. So
1: yeah, I think they do. So, I'm a part of, like, the Juggernaut, like, SuperTotal page on Facebook, and there's actually someone who's doing Juggernaut SuperTotal. I haven't told you this yet, but there's a uh, person that trains SuperTotal that posted the page occasionally, and I just saw the background. I'm like, is that undaunted weightlifting? I think yeah. I
2: know who you're talking about. If it's, is it what, he, I think he lists in the 110 category. Is that the guy that you're talking about? No,
1: no, no. It was, um, it was, it was a she, it was her. It
2: was a. Oh, was it? Okay. Or, it
1: was um, a girl. I can't remember. I I didn't. I can't remember her name, but she trained super total over there. Undaunted. So I mean,
2: that was pretty neat. I guess that's probably um, like yeah, the so closest. I, I, I that's a guy at Undaunted who does power lifting, in the one ten class. Mm-hmm. Um, which he was very. He he competes nationally, and he's a very good lifter.
1: Yeah. So I guess that's the closest thing that we've got for a barbell club outside. I mean, Black Ridge and I mean little like niches here and there, you know like CrossFit Bangor's got some weightlifters, Chip City Fitness, we're weightlifters over there, and then, you know, it's seriously, it's just a handful of us, for sure, but I mean, Maine's so small, man, I mean, you also gotta think about what everyone does in Maine, I mean, for the most part, if you took Maine, unless you're in Portland, it's a bunch of blue, it's a bunch of blue-collar workers, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but, it's Maine is, entirely, for the most part, it's a, uh, it's a blue-collar workplace, and I mean, <laughs> it would be pretty crazy if you saw a bunch of people like that, you know, doing weightlifting. Yeah, it's a bunch of powerlifters, there. which is pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah the powerlifting, powerlifting
2: sure. is, is bigger than weightlifting, of course.
1: But. Yeah, the weightlifting's just super niche in general. Powerlifting's obviously, you know, it's weird. Weightlifting's a Olympic sport. There's no Olympic sport for powerlifting, but powerlifting no. is just like a bigger sport. But maybe worldwide weightlifting is like bigger. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. So, uh, moving on to the next topic, you got anything else there? What do you got in your notes?
2: Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, the, uh, I guess, guess the uh, personal training, like kind of mindset stuff would be like the talking about motivation while lifting and then. um. Yeah, you said
1: motivation versus momentum when it comes to strength training. Yeah, so I guess when when you get started in weightlifting, you know, obviously, even after having taken some time off for a little while, it's obviously harder to get back into training right away. You know, I mean, unless it's something that you really enjoy. I know for me, I can just pick up and do like a hard workout right away on the spot. But I guess if, you know, if your goals are different, it has nothing to do with, I mean, lifting weights and you know, if you don't get any satisfaction from it and you just want to look good, you know.
2: Yeah. I feel like anyone um, can go
1: to the gym and commit themselves to, like, a 20, 30-minute workout. So maybe start there, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um. And, you know, just new newer lifters, trainers, anything, you know, just, you know, like, you, you find something that you like and that kind of gets you going for a while, especially, you know, like, you start, you know, training weights and you know the numbers are going up fast. Um
1: yeah, like that kind of to motivates get you, you back keep going. to get you excited.
2: Yeah, yeah you get um, excited because you start
1: to hit these new PRs and you're like, hell oh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it now. I'm in it." Yeah, going. but
2: then, you know, then you get to that 6-month to year point, you know, the the increase kind of slows down. Um you don't necessarily plateau, but like things might start feeling hard after a while. Um Yeah you go through those training curves and like, that's, that's where the momentum comes in Yeah, um, where you're having to, you know, you guys got to say like, this is a workout that I just have to get through. Um, you know, there's a training block that I just have to get through um, mm-hmm. things like that. And even, e- even if it's not a negative thing, you know, you're just at a point where it's consistent training that you're just doing by choice and
1: you know, keeping with it and then eventually you might hit another PR, you might go through another burst where I mean you're not staying or training at the same um intensity or hitting the same weights anymore, maybe your average like your average numbers are going up. Like I feel like that's kinda where I'm at right now. It's like my average numbers are going up, but it's like I haven't hit any PRs yet, but I know that's gonna change. Like next meet I go to, I mean I have the ten I have the intention of of hitting heavy lifts. So I'm not gonna open with anything less than like what it is that I'm like desiring to hitting, you know, like my intention, I don't care if I go in and fail, I'm just going in and I'm going to, that's going to be my intent. And if I fail, so what, I mean, you know, I think intent has a lot to do with, uh, with it as well, you know?
2: Yeah, that's, I, I agree with that. That's a huge part. Like my snap, my snatch itself, I haven't PR'd in a while, but mm-hmm. my, my high end numbers, like the consistency that I'm hitting them and
1: yeah, you know, or,
2: more of the ease that I'm hitting them with, um, it's really helping me get to this point where when I compete in February to qualify for nationals, like I have the numbers that I need in mind. And I, I know that those are going to be numbers that I hit. So I'm opening just a little bit below them. And then my second and third attempts are committed just to making the national numbers.
1: Absolutely. Just go for it.
2: But with like, with that, like that's the motivation that I have, but each day while training, it's just kind of, improving those high-end numbers not necessarily the 100 but hitting like you know the 95 percent consistently and i got yeah. a, i got
1: a ride with it absolutely for sure but uh okay uh, now moving on i guess the next topic so i got something here in my notes i actually put a snapchat uh, i put something in my snapchat the other night for um I mean, people just kind of, like, hit me up with, like, some questions they might have for, like, the podcast tomorrow. Okay. And Cody, Cody Colley, you know Cody Colley.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So he said, do something on straight or mass building. I've been trying to get my arms and chest bigger now for a while. So here, here we go. This one's uh, for you, Cody. This one's for you, man. But what do you got to say to that?
2: uh so improving strength versus improving mass or trying to get both going
1: strength, strength that- and mass building so i guess you know
2: this is where i so feel I mean, like
1: it's different you know because yeah strength and getting bigger muscles are two entirely different things because
2: yeah of course i mean i've strength- i've been lifting the weight class for for years now and improving mm-hmm. strength consistently but my you know my weight itself my size it, hasn't really gone up it
1: changed that much um, yeah it's but, like
2: so that that, that just kind of goes into your training i guess you know um like doing lots of hypertrophy that will get you growing um yeah you know like heavy, heavy high rep sets um also just without even talking about training like how you're dieting like if you're just trying to bulk up and get bigger you know you got to look into into how you're how you're currently eating and how you should be eating to make those
1: gains yeah Absolutely. And exact, like exactly on that point. So like strength versus, you know, getting muscle and I mean, putting muscle on the body, it's, it's two different things. So strength is kind of more of like a neurological adaptation that takes place in your body. And yeah. on the mass building side, that's kind of more of a muscular and morphological adaptation. So if you're trying to um stress, you know your muscles, obviously you need to put them into hypertrophy because that's specific to building muscle and on the strength and kind of like more c n s side, you need to put on heavy loads, so your body knows what it's like to take those loads, and it can neurologically adapt like I feel like yeah. that's that's a huge difference, you know because. Just because you can do a bunch of reps with a certain amount of weight doesn't necessarily mean that you're extremely strong. Just because lifting a lot of weight and lifting light weights for like a lot of reps are entirely are two entirely um, different feelings, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Like um, I could I could put one thirty five on my back, you know, for a back squat, and I could squat it forty times. Does that mean my back squats a thousand pounds? No. No. Yeah,
2: <laughs> because it's that like that. Sense. That's where you have to know the difference between training, you know, your CNS and like, you know, how weights feel versus how well they actually move Mm -hmm. Um, and understanding what your current training is actually doing for your body. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's, there's just different things that happen, like your peripheral nervous system, you know, that's, that's what's really getting worked when you're doing all of these high rep sets and, you know, working at lighter loads, um, you know, like the the quality and speed at which those move. That that's that's what's being affected. Mm-hmm. And so, but actually, you know, you know, just putting on size while training. A big part of that is the diet, and then just what it is that you're doing. So, we like you know we we've talked about it now, but that's kind of you have to go you know on a personal level with them and see what's going on.
1: So yeah,
2: it all all works in tandem. The
1: food, feel, the food feels, the workouts. And, I mean, I guess the workouts, I mean, it has something to do with the mind as well, but um, the food fuels the workouts 100% and will uh, also fuel, like, your results as well. So, of course. Mm-hmm. So, but
2: that's, that's really all I have on that, mm-hmm. at least for, you know, a broad coverage of it. Yep. I got a new weightlifting belt. Yep, I saw it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that there's more coming out.
1: Yeah. Um, Dude, it's pretty sick. So I'm going to be making one for Zekno, actually. I'm going to be working um, with the people to make a powerlifting belt now as well. Oh, okay. So I'm going to like be that. doing that on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be really sick. Um, we're going to put uh, Zachary. We're going to put, like, a special name on the back of his belt. <clears throat> and But basically, the way I have the belt set up right now is, like, you can have it dyed any color, stitch in any color you want. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's what's in the works with that. I'm building a website for it. Had to, had to put that in I'm going to have to look
2: into one myself because I I do prefer a leather belt. Yeah.
1: yeah. uh, I don't even know what, like Velcro versus, you know, like a leather belt. I mean, with the Velcro, I mean, I know the two pod belts that have the clasp that kind of are there in case like the belt like rips off when you're working out, but I don't know. I just don't like to think about that. I mean, I know also like a Velcro belt can definitely be a really, you know, tight fit and you can definitely have it. There's like no in between, um, in between sizes. Yeah. Like, you know, there are certain, I mean, there are holes in a leather belt where you can clip it in. Um, and mm-hmm. you can only make it so tight or whatever. So loose. There's like no in between. You either got to put it in one hole or the other. And yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's kind of where like a, a velcro belt is different.
2: Yeah, you kind of get that. That's perfect not leather. necessarily. I think a perfect it looks fit, it looks it. Like um, it's secure know, you know, and it won't come off. Yeah. Um, my my take on a velcro versus leather belt is um, mostly just the flex in it. Like I noticed between training with a leather belt and with a Velcro belt, I'm a little bit more restricted with a lighter one. Um, even one, mm-hmm. you know, with the curves for a weightlifting belt, it's just, you know, there's no, there's no flex in them at all.
1: I didn't even think about that.
2: Uh, yeah, that's just my take on it. So like when I'm doing a lot of heavier or not heavier, but higher rep, that's like about squatting. I actually prefer the Velcro belt just for that flex.
1: Yeah. so I can move a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, but,
2: like, if I'm, you know, one rep max clean and jerks and things, um, I do I do prefer the leather belt because I know that that rigidness is actually going to give me a little bit, at least mentally, a little bit more support that I might need. Okay. Yeah.
1: Interesting. All right. Uh, change of topics again. I got a, I got one right here. So okay. for oh, – okay, this is going to be kind of crazy. So you know what the worst feeling in the world is? What? Is having to almost take a shit while working out.
2: <laughs> Bro, actually ne- Personally, is that the I've worst thing in the world?
1: You never had that problem before? I have not, no. Oh, man. You know what? I'm not unique in this. I feel like there's some people out there that have had that issue. Dude, it's like the worst feeling in the world. And, yeah.
2: I mean, now and then I've had to, you know, maybe, maybe go pee while. Well while lifting but that's all that's never that's fun ever had. Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've never fun had either. like an, an aching pain to you know run away while lifting so
1: maybe it's just my job dude and when I work all day because I literally sit around all day and it sucks
2: yeah I don't know um, man,
1: and I don't even tend to go to the bathroom or something I don't know
2: yeah me I I mean I'm on my feet all day pretty much so you know I'm kind of I'm kind of used to, it, to that feeling, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I if, if I do have to go to the restroom, like I'm already on the move anyway. Like my body just kind of feels different about, with that.
1: You don't got any tips for me on how to handle that?
2: <laughs> uh, I'd say you know, you know, me training with you, I know that there's always you know four or five minutes between working sets, so it's very you got you got the time to run if you need to. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, it? That's that's just yeah. a little funny thing that happens now and then, you know. It might you might be working in the middle of a set, and all of a sudden, you know, it might hit you. But
1: I feel like it kind of throws my workout off too, because then it's like,
2: oh, does it...
1: <laughs> yeah, it throws my workout off, and especially like if I'm at a heavier weight. Then it's like, shit. Well, you know what? I, I don't want to go and try and clean check sure this because I don't. I'm worried I'm going to shit myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um... Jeez. Yeah, there's a like. Does it affect you throughout like? the rest of your training session or I mean
1: it does if like I don't go and if I'm not able to hit the weights that I wanted to hit for that session then yeah it does suck because then I'm like yeah, tearing myself up true. apart all night about it actually I shouldn't say that I don't <laughs> get like that but I mean that that is a bummer sure <laughs> um, a, man. I put that I had that yeah. here in my notes for today's like topics and stuff to that discuss that's that's what I
2: had. Yeah, I, I see that I thought that was a good one to go in um but while talking about things that affect your workouts in training, um, I guess talking about, like, what other things we do with, like, outfitting while lifting, you know, um, like maybe equipment that we might use and forget or, you know, tikes, lifting man. with or without, or um, just how, how those things affect us. Tights. Tights. got That wear tight. Oh, yeah. Compression yeah, we're... shorts every time. So your dick doesn't um, get
1: caught in the barbell. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a really it's actually funny. Um, I was at CrossFit oh, Bangor today. We were we were making jokes about it. Of like, oh yeah, uh, there's somebody who was there before who was like, you know, like, why do I keep hitting myself in the dick while I'm lifting? And somebody told him like, oh, you got to wear compression shorts. Like that's that's how you save yourself. And then we got <laughs> into a joke about, you know, you always see lifters like the last thing they do is like as they're grabbing the bar with one hand set up, like they're they're reaching and like tucking it back with
1: their other hand um i've had to do that a couple times
2: yeah i mean I, I do it pretty regularly you know just to push it back real quick and make sure it's out of the way Can never
1: be too careful
2: no and i mean i i would rather because i mean it's gonna it's it's frustrating if it happens because you know you're gonna miss the lift most likely <laughs> um you know it's kind of it'll give you that little mental effect like you know let's say you're at your top set for the day on a, you know, a heavy snatch single you're supposed to hit like 97%, whatever, and you miss it and Mm -hmm. it's frustrating. And then you also have to literally deal with the pain of rocking yourself with the barbell. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Yeah. I think that always gets me. um, But, you know, lifting, lifting without a shirt um, or just in my singlet, it's always kind of, there's, there's this like mental edge of like, oh, it's real deal now. Yeah. Um, take the shirt like off. Like mentally kind of, it kinda of puts me into that competition <laughs> mode of like like if I take my shirt off without being too hot, it's like I'm taking this one seriously. Like this even, even if it's, you know, ninety percent, like this is a this is a one rep max attempt and I'm gonna blow it up. Like that's kind of what gets in my head.
1: Mm. Interesting. I always have in my head, you know, I was snatching last night
2: <clears throat> and
1: the shirt because i mean i was wearing a belt when i was snatching i don't know i've been playing with wearing a belt when snatching versus like not snatching and sometimes i feel that like helps but i mean honestly i feel like it can be like i
2: don't
1: know maybe it helps me brace better maybe it doesn't but i've just been oh. wearing a belt when i been snatching and i feel like it's been it kind of helps with me pulling the weight off the floor like i feel okay way way okay. more way stronger like pulling the weight off the floor but then sometimes I feel like it gets in the way. So, you know, it can be, it can be a belt day or it can be like a not belt day. Cause sometimes I wear it and sometimes I don't, but, um, I felt like because the belt was kind of pulling my shirt down, it was kind of restricting my shoulder, like the range of motion of my shoulder when I was going to catch in the catch the barbell. And then I took it off. And obviously I didn't have that issue anymore. And when I went to yeah. catch the barbell, I didn't, I didn't have to fight that at all. So it's weird. Okay. I felt beat um, up though yesterday, too. That's so. So
2: me, me personally, um, I never snatch with a belt. my My pull always feels strong. You know, whether it's a snatch or a clean, my pull feels strong without a belt. Um, mm-hmm. I do wear a belt on heavier clean and jerks, and that's because I I use that bracing a lot for the jerk. Um, but the squat itself doesn't really make a difference for me. So. Yeah. Um, interesting <clears throat> you know it's, it's just kind of it's a comfort thing especially in the bottom position uh like the the belt's not going to make a difference on my overhead squat i'm snatching like somewhere between 60 to like 67 percent of my max squat so i'm never going to have an issue with standing that up um and like, i'm confident enough with the pull without a belt so
1: yeah no that's good that's good well I'm literally like looking through all the topics that we had to like discuss for today. I yeah, pretty I'm, much I think I, this. yeah, I think I pretty much covered like everything that I had here in my notes. I know we're gonna be definitely be getting some other people on the podcast. I know um, I wanted to get Paula on, this thing at some point. I would we... love
2: to have him. my my Jim Dad I haven't talked yeah. to him <laughs> in a little bit. I love to <laughs> dad, I love that's that a I perfect out with him a little bit. Um, yeah, so just yeah, back will... back in the the, the older Instagram posts. Um, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I was listening with Paul, I'd call him Dad in the comments, and things like that. So <laughs> I love it, Jim Dad. Um, <laughs> I think I think you know now and then I put him on my story. How do we? How do we? Like how, do we dad out of how do?
1: How 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 we describe Paul? And No one knows who the frick he is. How would we describe Paul?
2: <laughs> oh my God! Like, just, if I was to describe Paul, you know, he's one of the coolest Crap friends him. I've ever met. You yeah, the 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 trap god out there with the lobsters. Um, yep. Car guru. What is it? That that car that he's driving. Calvin he was Klein model. Love it. Um, I mean he's just an awesome dude. Really, he is. Like, he never has a bad attitude. Like he's always, you know, he he always jokes. He's just he's great to lift with. You know, even just talking to as a friend. Like, you know, he checks in with me on Instagram now and then. We catch up. It's always good. Like I've never had a problem with Paul. It's, it's only been you know good emotions constantly
1: yeah yeah uh,
2: hilarious awesome.
1: yeah. Calvin Klein model lobster yep. man by day he's
2: soon to be he's getting he's getting the portfolio
1: ready right now car um, car
2: um, car master I guess you can call him yep um you know he, pull, he pulls in the big lobsters that, that's yes. him yeah
1: yeah you, that, you, that baby stuff
2: you, you think of Maine you think of Maine and like you kind of look like at look at Paul. Look at Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh boy. You know, he's just an awesome guy and you know I I love for everybody to get the opportunity to meet him cuz he's just, he's just that great.
1: Yeah. and no, he he knows a lot about um, nutrition and kind of weightlifting and programming as well so I mean
2: that'll he be that'll definitely up. be a plus for people like here about yeah, the last, the last, you know, I don't, I don't even know how many years, but as, at least as long as I've known him, he's always had a very good grasp on dieting. And, you know, I've, I've, I I've, think I've even asked him for help back back a few years ago when I was first cutting down weight significantly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Well, I guess uh, before we get off of here, I mean, where
1: we can be found on social media. So we got a YouTube channel. we both got our Instagrams. We're going to be taking this podcast, putting it on the Instagram and I'm going to see about maybe having just putting, um, this audio into some sort of like cool, uh, visual for the YouTube channel. So it can all be put, um, there as well, but we do have a YouTube channel. Just, um, search mainly barbell talk with Phenian brand and then it should pop up and you should see a bunch of videos of us and all our stuff there. So definitely.
2: Check out that channel.
1: Subscribe yep, to it. That. Be super um, awesome.
2: In you know Instagrams, you can figure out, but mine's uh, at Brand Labby. Uh, no underscore, nothing. That's all it is. Walt not there is. Is there Aren't it two Aren't? Isn't there two ends in yours?
1: Nope, just one end. So B R A N L A B B E. I always have to double yep. check it. Like when I'm tagging you and stuff, I always gotta double check because I swear I thought there were two ends, but it's only one end. <laughs> Yeah, just one. So at brand lab b r a n l a b b e. My tag is at Feeney's underscore world. That's at S-E-E-N-E-Y-S underscore w o r l d. And yep. yeah, so I guess we'll leave it at that.
2: Yeah, gonna, get into, into contact if you uh, yeah, you know, if you have. Questions? If you want to get to know anything, you know me, Walter. Um, if you want to get in on training, you know online, personal yeah. level, anything, get, just get into contact. I have my email right yeah. on my Instagram. You know, get yeah. at us. We want it.
1: Yeah, as we want, we want to train with more people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you. <laughs> Sweet. All right, well, I'll hang out This is my first phone call. Uh,
0: Pop uh, off for now. There guys. Sweet All like right, yeah. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. But it's it. life I cannot change. Hit it here, deep off in the main. MN, sweet like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. Drop the top, play high to see. Jump inside, jump straight to the lid. Take the seal. Feel just how I be On freeway But no, ain't nothing free Been walking lanes Been busting bills But still ain't nothing change You in the mob Soon as you rock the chain She caught the waves Just thumbing through my brains I Heat the belly I just heat them. DJ love Now they need it It's a must Feel the stuff. Icy love, icy like a up cube. For this life I cannot change. Hidden hills, deep off in the main. imminent, sweet like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. Pop it, drop it. For this life I cannot change. Hidden hills, deep off in the main. Eminem, sweet like candy cane. Drop the top. It all the ones, all the chains piled on the mantel yeah. All the dogs, all the dogs, low creep right behind me in the phantom yeah. Never go, never go, dip on the set, stay Santana yeah. Running back, turn the lights on when I hit up Green Lantern yeah. right. Fly the bras, fly the dogs down to Atlanta Yeah, In the cut, in Medusa, lay low, yeah I might be Yeah, Roll up, help me calm down when I'm moving high speed yeah. If I send one, need to text back, cause you know what I need Oh please Oh me, oh my, we've been moving, we've been moving for some time. Alright, flexing, flexing, try to exercise. But it's life I cannot change. Hit the hills, deep off in the main. M and ms sweet like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. Pop it, pop it. But it's life I cannot change.
2: Candy cane, drunk and tired, I'm in the rain